0: a man who planted a vineyard and he leased it to some of the servants, some of his servants. And he expected that they will take care of it and, and bring fruits and for him. So he started to send his servants to get the fruits. But what they, they did, they insulted and, and and slapped the, the, the messengers that he sent. So he said, okay, maybe if I send my son, they will respect him and they will give him the fruits. Actually, they became more aggressive. They decided to kill that son. Definitely the, if you understand the moral of the story, it's on one level, we understand that it's an allusion to the, the Jewish nation at the time who rejected the prophets and then ended up to reject the Son of God who came for the salvation of the world. But also the other level which is more important to us, this is more of a historical one, even though we are affected with it because without that level... We, have, we wouldn't have been accepted as Gentiles. We are not Jewish. But the more important interpretation of this parable or the more important moral of this story is... Sorry, I'm going to take the mask. The more important uh, moral of the story is that it's us... God is is wanting to find fruits in our lives. So the vineyard is each and every one of us. We are expected to bring fruits, spiritual fruits in our lives that will glorify God. I was reading uh, the commentary of of St. John Chrysostom on this parable. And he mentioned a few points, and I think I would like to share some of them with you. The first thing is, why we see many messengers has been sent by, by the, the, the owner of the vineyard. Who is God? Why did we see this? What does that mean? It means that God is waiting. God is patient on us. He's, he sent a messenger and a message one after the other expecting that we respond and we respond by obedience. The best response to God's call is obedience. I'm going to do what you are asking me, my Lord. I'm going to do what you want me to do. I'm not going to do what I see fit for myself. But what you see fit for me. Because what you see fit for me is the best. Is proven to be the best. So God is patient. I think sometimes we've heard it from, sometimes our parents, we've heard it from other people saying, there is no use. But God has nothing like that. I mean, He kept sending messages and messengers and I think he does the same he's waiting for each and every one of us remember the the parable another parable the parable the 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 rich man who prepared a, a wedding feast for for his son and he he called many but many rejected his call they went and brought many people in. And then he said, but there is still a place. There is still a place. There is still a place in the heart of God, in the bosom of God, in heaven for each and every one of us, till the end. But the point is, there is an end. And the end is not the end or the limits of God's love, but the limits of our life. So we, we should know and recognize that our lives are limited. And because of limitedness, the finitude of our lives, we need to respond because we don't know when this end will come. But, but the good news is, he's waiting. He sends a messenger and a message after the other. This is the first thing. The second thing, that God does all the work. The, if you read the, the parable, then he began to tell the people, this parable, a certain man planted a vineyard. The, 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 the vineyard is planted by the owner of the vineyard. He did all the work. He left just little for us to do. Just to respond to his goodness. Just to reap the fruits. But unfortunately they didn't do this. So God... Instilled all the goodness. We, we were created good. And there is still goodness, in us. And there is also willingness. We longing for the goodness. When you read on the social media, someone who did an act of goodness, an act of kindness, people would react. I mean, I've seen it in, in many social media platforms. If someone shared a story of so a lady had an accident, and six cars stopped and, and took care of her. She said, like, there were angels sent to me. And you see the comments. The comments goes along the lines of, yeah, there is still goodness in this world. Because people are looking for that goodness. They are looking for that kindness, which started to, to recede, unfortunately. But we are longing for the kindness, the good things. Even though with the prevalence of, of all the, the evil things that are happening. However, we have a longing for the goodness. God instilled in us the goodness. And he is, he is waiting for this to be flourishing. Even though a lot of voices saying, No, 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 this is not the way you can act. This is not what, what works now. You should, you should be looking for yourself. But this is not real. And this is not true, and this is not what God planted in us. That's why we need to respond to Him. We need to respond to Him by, by asking him to restore this goodness in us. Yes, sometimes because of our, our um, I mean our obedience to the world, sometimes we, we lose and lack this goodness. But whenever we turn to him, he will, he will do the work. Remember, he used the, the idea of, of the vineyard. He said also another parable. He said there was a vineyard and there was a, a fig tree. It was in this vineyard. And every year he would come to, to find the fruits he didn't find. So he decided to take it away. But then, the, the 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 guy who takes care of the 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 vineyard he said give it one more year i will take care of it for for it to to bring fruits as if the, the 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 interpretation of this this parable is saying that the 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 guy who took care of the vineyard is christ himself he's waiting he's 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 patient he's waiting and expecting for us or from us that we bring fruits So, He does the work, but turn to Him. Turn to Him. If you feel that, mafish faida. Because sometimes, it's not something, it's not a voice that is told to us or said to us. It is something we feel. But, there is always, there is always a use, there is always a, a hope, but only in Him. When we turn to Him, it's like when you go to the surgeon. So you have a broken bone or or any kind of infirmity or a disease, and you go to the doctor, he knows what he does. But sometimes doctors, medicine, doesn't know how to deal with certain cases, but God knows to deal with old cases. So he does the work. One third point, when he sent his son, he said they might respect him. Was he sending his son for him to get the respect? Okay, let's say it in other words. The respect they were expected to give to the son of the owner of the vineyard. The benefit of it would be for the son or for themselves. I think if, if we feared God, what, what's going to happen? Is it something that is due to him, or is it something that we benefit from it? Let's what he said, what is the most famous verse about the fear of the Lord? Hmm. The fear of the Lord. Hmm? Hmm. The beginning of the wisdom is the fear of the word. So the beginning of wisdom, of our wisdom. So when we fear the Lord. We benefit. We become wise. So the benefit of fearing the Lord, of respecting Him, is not something that is due to Him, even though it is, partly. But actually, we are the ones who benefit from it. When you, you love God, when you fear Him, even fearing Him, because love is is a higher place than the fear. We, we begin by fear, and the more we love him, <coughs> the more we love him, fear recedes. As St. Anthony was saying, he told his disciples, I don't fear the Lord. They told him, oh, our father, how can you say, Abba, how can you say this? He said, I don't fear him because I love him. But again, if we feared him, this is not something that is due to him. That we are ob- ob- obliged or obligated to give to Him. But it's something we benefit from it. If they respected the son of the, the owner of the vineyard, they wouldn't have been, uh, ended to be punished. So when we fear God, when we love Him, we are the one who get all the benefit. And actually, He's asking that we fear Him, that we respect Him, that we glorify Him, because we are the one who's gonna benefit. We're going to benefit to enjoy his love, to enjoy and partake in his glory. And fourth, another point, number four, that there is always, when when they decided to kill his son, he said, Okay, I'm going to take the vineyard and give it to others. So he's always willing to give, and there is always something to be given. But this is only dependent on those who will accept, not reject. The end came when they, they rejected him. The vineyard is, is great. God has done everything great. He said that in the book of Isaiah. The book of Isaiah, he, he brought that same idea. Now let me sing to my, to my well-beloved a song of my beloved regarding his vineyard. My well-beloved has a vineyard on a very fruitful hill. He dug it up and, and cleared out its stones and planted it with the choicest vine. He built a tower in its midst and also made a wine press in it. He's trying to say, I've done all things that can be done. In it, So he expected it to bring forth good grapes, but it brought forth wild grapes. And now, O oh inhabitants of Jerusalem and men of Judah, judge please between me and my vineyard. What more could have been done to my vineyard that, I, that have not done, done in it? I mean, as if God is pleading with them, tell me if there is something I didn't do to you and for you not to bring fruits. Let me know. I mean, I think God is putting himself in, I'm sorry to say, like in a low place saying, okay, judge me, judge me, come and judge me, because he wants, he, he, he did all he can, he can do, he can do. Uh, and, and now all oh, inhabitants of Jerusalem, and men of, of, of Judah, judge please, between me and my vineyard, what more could have been done, to my vineyard, that I have not done in it, why then, when I expected it to bring forth good grapes, did it bring forth wild grapes, but again, this is going to be given to someone, but this is only to the people, who are accepting him, the last thing, that we we need to be sure that there is a reward for those who live with God. The reward is not is not any blessing, it's being with him. The reward is himself. It's God himself to be to be to enjoy his presence, to be with him eternally. So that's why the the, the, the Pauline epistle from the first the epistle to the first Corinthians today. It was about the the, the prize. Saint Paul was using the, the, he, 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 use a lot of, he uses a lot of analogies. And one of them, the athlete, the one who competes, the athlete who competes. Do you do not know that those who run in a race, all run, but one receive the prize, run in such a way that you may obtain it. And everyone who competes for the prize is temperate in all things. That's why we need to be temperate. We need to control ourselves. I mean think of the, the athletes if you wanna compete, really compete, you need to have a lifestyle. You need to be I mean what do you eat? You don't eat whatever. I've heard of the 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 teenagers who are who, who train for gymnastics. I've heard they are they allow them I think six hundred I think less than a thousand calorie a day. I mean, it's it's some kind of torture. I've read this. This is because they are making out of them champions. If they want want them to take the golden medals in in the Olympic Games, that's how they should live. And if we want to be eternally in heaven, we we should be temperate in all things. Now they do, do it to obtain a perishable crown. But we for an imperishable crown. Therefore I run thus, not with uncertainty. Not with uncertainty. We are certain. Certain because of the, 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 the guarantee of His grace. Not out of me. I don't guarantee anything. Out of myself, no guarantee. But the guarantee is His grace and His faithfulness. Not with uncertainty, thus I fight, not as one who beats to the air, but I discipline my body and bring it into subjection, lest when I have preached to others, I myself should become disqualified. So I think this is what the the conclusion. We need to be subject to him. We need to submit to him into subjection, lest when I have preached to others, I myself should become disqualified. There is a a great prize, there is a great gift from God, which is eternal life. And we should be serious, and we should run and compete for this. Compete doesn't mean that I'm going to take the first place, because there will be a second. We can all have the first place. But we should run, not with uncertainty, but we being sure and assured by His grace, not on our, our own power or on our own strength, but only in His loving kindness. And glory be to God forever. Amen.